Welcome to episode 96 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In Rosemont, Illinois, home of the 2019 Chaos Cup. 2519. 2519? Yeah, it's always 2519. Wow. Okay, anyways, I'm Steve, a.k.a. Kilwagi. <laughs> With me is Scott, Scott Prime. Howdy, folks. So someone on Facebook was asking the other day, what year is it currently in Blood Bowl? I know, and I saw this post, and it drove me insane. Yeah. We're still in the 90s. I Yeah. But if GW is putting out books, I mean, GW refuses to state one way or the other what year it is. Sure. Because they want to have access to everything, right? I'm guessing. I, I guess so. Because if I, they... I, I don't know. If it was... If I was in charge of it, it the year would be twenty five nineteen or twenty five sixteen at the very least when the Blood Bowl sixteen came out. Sure, you could update your star players because you could face some of them out as being retired, killed, or whatever. And instead of saying that all that stuff happened just within yeah. a few years, I I don't know why they're like in denial of just like keep up with the it's always five hundred years from now yeah. thing because I thought that was so cool for the longest time. Um, I think they're just trying to make it evergreen so that they don't have to ever, sit, you know, tie it to a current year and they can do whatever. Because, like, a lot of the stories in the books don't say what year it is. They always go back and forth on timelines. That's fine. But you have so many dates anyways and, in throughout your magazines. And again, yeah. I mean, the, it's just... The magazines, though... While they're written in present tense, I don't think they ever state, you know, what year it is or I know anything even close to that. Sure. It's just one of those universe, like in comics, I really appreciate some some comics that are written like three years ago yeah. or, or 10 years in the future. Yeah. So when you read it, what no matter what year it is, <laughs> it's 10 years in the future. Uh, did you ever read, I think it was 2020 by DC? 2020 yeah it was like a vertigo comic about the future and a big, <laughs> no it was some crime story it was really good but we're almost at 2020 and it's nothing like that <laughs> yeah because nothing's changed in the last 20 years ever since the internet that's my that's my thing that's my theory well i'm not saying you're wrong because until you can prove otherwise i'm there's nothing to yeah say otherwise i mean i feel like most people are the, almost dress and act almost exactly the same. Yeah. You can see that how people dressed in the 90s and well, the yeah. 80s and the 70s. And you go 2000s. And it's been 2000s now for 20 years. And there's slight changes. And there's, you know, fads that come and go. But I've uh, probably mentioned this before. But ever since the internet, you don't have the wave of fads. You know, like disco or, you know, the 80s look and all that. It doesn't take over culture. Because people aren't trying to be that. It comes, it's shown everywhere at the same time on the internet, and then it goes away. Right. Anyways, has nothing to do with Blood Bowl. It's not. Blood Bowl year still is 2519, to me. I agree. So. But yeah, Rosemont Chaos Cup. 2519? 2519. All right. Coming up this week. I know. Are you excited? Um, yeah. I got some news about Chaos Cup. I'm excited, but it's it's a different experience than it's going to has been. Okay, I'm looking. It'll be fun. I'll have a great time. But yeah, it's well, of course interesting. We're gonna have a great time. 
Um, we had a great time in Lubbock. Yeah. So why don't we tell everybody what we're going to talk about today, Steve? Uh, we are going to have a first segment of just kind of miscellaneous catching up with stuff instead of having a super long intro. And then second segment, we're going to go over our tournament experience in Lubbock at the Matador Melee. And then the last segment, we've been getting a few emails about tournament etiquette. I think a lot of this is because, you know, new players going to Chaos Cup and going to World Cup and everything. And we've encountered a few things in sure. our last trip. So yeah. all the, it might be a good time just to re kind of uh, rehash and talk a little bit about some tournament etiquette. Yep. Anything else before we head into it? I'm I'm just excited the NFL football's gonna restart. I have no interest. Really? Yeah. It gives <laughs> I know. People are gonna laugh. I was about to say it gives me something to watch on TV, even though there's tons of great TV shows <laughs> right. out there. When I say it, I'm glad it comes back so I can watch something on TV, I mean something I can turn on in the background and do other things and listen to. That's how I am with baseball a lot. Okay. So I get it. So I guess I'm excited for that. And I think, you know, I used to enjoy it back when I watched it with dad because that was our Saturday or Sunday routine is watch baseball, you know, football games and hang out. And mm-hmm. But yeah, anymore, you know, I have my baseball and then the weekends I'm doing other stuff. But Well, I hope you realize baseball's pretty much over for yeah. you and the Cubs. Oh, I, I knew it was a long, long time ago. You mean like Although, since the first two games we went to yes. when they couldn't do crap against the Rangers? Yes. When oh. they when they didn't get any type of relief relief pitching or closers in the off season, I knew they gave up. Right. Now, they might still make the playoffs as a second wild card, but they're not going to go anywhere. No. But not unless they play every game at home. No. And I mean every game. And then it's still. Yeah. Eh. Oh, well. All right. Let's get back to... Let's get back. Let's start off with segment number one. We'll be back. Boat Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum. You can check them out at wizardsasylum.com. Let's talk some Blood Bowl stuff. <laughs> Isn't that what this segment's called? Blood so Bowl stuff? It's miscellaneous. All right, first. We're catching up on stuff. First, I'm not going to Chicago. Womp, womp, um, I'm in training again for a new certification at work. You got out of it one time for Oklahoma Bowl? Yeah. And you were not able to get out of it this time. Right. Um, so, I've had to cancel my plans. Steve is picking up my stuff because he better pick up my stuff because I, I still want the stuff. Yeah. It's so weird. I want the coin more than anything. Mm-hmm. We and don't yet do we never do anything with the coins. One of these days we'll get them framed. Oh, maybe. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. actually. But I doubt it. I'm 45. I'm just going to die with a bunch of miscellaneous crap. Oh, yeah. Um, Another thing about your job. Uh, I will not be starting at your job, so currently I have no plan for a job. So, yay. <laughs> so, Steve is an independent <laughs> contractor looking uh, for any type of work. Please go to bothdown.com <laughs> slash shop and, and support the podcast by keeping Steve in a house. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, we're going to have to do one of those GoFundMe things where it's like, we're about to lose our studio. And it's really your house. I've been working... 
with HR for three months on this. And they're like, yeah, no problem. We'll be fine. And then as I quit my job, I'm like, oh, by the way, we're not going to be hiring until January. What? But I've All you got to do is be a gigolo, baby. I know. I mean, now you can start charging. That's true. That's, that's a way to live. <laughs> All right. So we just kind of wanted to cover some stuff that, I don't know, I thought it was like rare. I mean, we've both been buying new stuff. Yeah. But you haven't put together a team besides like the orcs and the humans? No, sure haven't. And even then, I didn't do much. And recently, I've got a box set of the Doom Lords. And you know, we have actually complained about this before. Because we mentioned how hard teams are to put together. And Dustin about killed me when I told him I wanted the pro-elf team for right. my World Cup team. Because he hates them. We had other people write in about how hard they are. And we mentioned that GW needs to put on the boxes, you know, beginner, intermediate, expert. Yeah, I mean... All right, here we go. But we went to Lubbock. We you went to Lubbock. Getting... We're going to tell you about Lubbock here in, in a little bit. But for right now... Uh, one of the raffle prizes. One of the raffle prizes. They had a lot of te- GW stuff. So I won a box of the Doom Lords. And I thought, huh, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. But I don't know. Maybe... I, I, that's not true. I won a box of Halflings. But instead, I, they allowed you to switch out if there was a product on their shelf. Sure. So I know Steve has uh, come into a Doomlord team himself, a Chaos Chosen team that's yeah. already been built. I bought a lot, and the lot had most of the team actually built already. So, you know, I know a lot of people buy the box set, they get their 12 models, they're done. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Even though, like, there's almost no situation where I'm going to have 12 Beastmen. Oh, yeah. I still got to have the four to have a complete team. So I knew that Steve had some extra models. Yeah, the person I got the lot from bought, bought two, two boxes, boxes. So I had plenty. So I exchanged the halflings for the Doom Lords. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm going to put these together. Maybe I'm going to get back into painting these. I'm gonna... It's been a while since, been years since I painted a team. Going maybe to actually get the... into the hobby aspect of it. Well, I thought with the new contrast paints, maybe I could try those out. And this yeah. would give me just something to tinker with. Um, <laughs> going to tournaments, you don't notice the difference in models until you play against a new team. Oh, the size difference? Yes. Yeah, it's, And it's, it's just big. enough to make your models look small. And it that's about the only time when I go, man, I wish I kind of had a new team just so it looked normal on the mm-hmm. field. I understand. So I went ahead and got the Doom Lords. Um, I was thinking about, like, the Dark Elves or the Pro Elves, but Dustin, you know, suggested, hey, the, the Pro Elves are terrible to put yes. together. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to say this as a guy who does not enjoy modeling. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I do understand if it came with a lot of different pieces that you really could, you know, craft and change things. Mm-hmm. My experience in building this Doom Lords box is the Chaos Warriors are in eight to nine pieces. Jeez. Eight to nine pieces. And at times, to me, it wasn't like, oh, you put this groove into this spot. It, it kind of syncs up really well. Yeah. I did not feel that way. Now, other people might tell me, like, well, this is normal and this is just what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I, I'm i not a modeler. Um, I expected 
there was optional heads like for the chaos warriors there was a guy with a helmet and then there was a guy with a helmet with a spike okay so my four chaos warriors are all different but i guess for some reason in my head i thought there would have been multiple heads like one without a face mask one with a helmet you get what i'm saying so there were only four heads there was no you had the option I have like four extra heads as well. So I could have made all of them just have a helmet on. I could have made all of them have the spike helmet. Okay. But my options only were spike helmet or not spike helmet. Okay. Oh, so there's only two individual faces. <clears throat> there's only two individual faces per oh, pose. I, okay. Per, and pose. I say that per pose because the way the models made to like put the head inside because you got to like lay the back of the model down yeah put the head in and then enclose the chest yeah. cavity on top of it now they might still work you know maybe you could force the other head in there or a better modeler would yeah you know whittle it down with the plastic and put make it all work it was it was a lot like it made me open it up <laughs> And it made me go like, ooh, I'm going to try to finish this, but I might never do this again. Right. Like maybe for me, 45, not, you know, I don't really enjoy painting that much. I mean, it's not, I'm at the point in my life where at times I'd just rather pay somebody and get what I want. For most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Um, now I have not tried contrast paints. So that's the next step is to get these once the weather kind of calms down a little bit. It's not so humid like it has been lately. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get these primered. I'm going to buy some contrast paints. And I'm going to try to paint them myself just so I can say like, oh, contrast paints are awesome. They're not awesome. Whatever. Nick in our local store league actually was using contrast paints on some goblins and they work really well. I've heard nothing but good things. He said he didn't love them for, um, I think, some of the bigger areas. I can't remember what he said. Hmm. But there was he liked them most of the part. There's a couple of times he didn't care for it, but still, it makes a good base coat. You can just touch it up. So Right. Well, for somebody like me that's not like the greatest yeah. painter, it might make my stuff look a lot better. He so. said it was really good for blending, because he did a goblin, because I played his goblin team, mm -hmm. and he did a rainbow hair spike like mm -hmm. you have for your elves, and they blended really well. Well, that's so good. he said that was really good for blending. Well, they're, they're expensive, just like all GW paint. Well, yeah. But like I said, this I thought all this... What I also want to do, and I was watching videos today, is use actually some of the transfers. Yeah. <laughs> now, in a future episode, what you're probably going to hear <laughs> is I tried to use a transfer and I hated them and this and that. And I haven't even painted them yet and I'm giving them to Dustin to paint. But as of today, I'm still going to try eventually to start painting these. Might even break down and buy a $50 Minotaur from GW, so all the models are GW miniatures. Yeah. Isn't that what the Forge World wants? Isn't that the it's only like, way you can get them? Well, it's like 35, Minotaur? I think. Yeah, it's the only way. Is one of them on two feet? Um, I don't think so. I will say that while the dynamic poses are like cool, if this was a statue, I really, really, really hate them. I just hate everybody's off their feet. And if you... I like the Beast Ben. You know how the Beastmen or all the models have like the slot of base, so you have that like tab that goes into the base? Yeah. Am I explaining those models? Well? Yeah. Okay. Those models. Well, number one, the Chaos Warriors don't come with that slot of base. Thing. Right. And they even have some weird like plastic on them because like they have feet like 
almost leaning up upwards so they have like this little chunk of plastic to give them like a firm base it's okay just, it's just a little odd to me um some of the running poses they're running like where they're leaning over way far yeah <laughs> Um, I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those and kind of straighten them up so that it looks like they're running kind of in a straight line at the very least. Sure. We'll see. I'm no. still not a fan of them because I'm scared of them. They're just going to break off. Are That's you going it. to paint them as if they have pants on or is it just flesh? Well, so I, I thought they were pants all along. No, nah, they're flesh. They're like hot shorts. That's the one thing that bugs me about those models. Uh, you're saying they should be naked? Yeah, the, the warriors are supposed to be skin on the bottom part of the leg. Oh, yes. I You meant the warriors. I thought yeah. you meant the beasts. Oh, no, sorry. I meant the warriors. The warriors? Well, I, would, I don't know. I don't know I would about like that. to see them painted as pants and maybe put some knee pads on to, you know, well, that's a good counteract idea. I'll it. see what maybe I could do something like that. Yeah, the little shorts I think that on would the look better, chaos dude. warriors. I agree This looks you. weird. I mean, the Chaos Warriors, I like them, but at the same time, I just wish there was some other element in that box that I, you know how everybody talks about customizing. Yeah. I wish there was just something I could have Or like if they sold extra. a customization sprue or something. I don't know. I, Chris Mosher, one of the guys in our league as well, he got the Chaos team and he loves modding stuff. So he took some power gloves or power claw i guess oh from the orcs and mm -hmm. put it on one of the beast mini i saw that yeah so um you can do it maybe maybe that's it maybe i just don't have the extra pieces saw someone around. online take a two beast men heads and put some green stuff in the middle uh -huh. to make bula the two-headed oh, guy that's cool it looked really awesome well there's probably just better people out there than me well we know that's true well Sure. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to try to use the transfers. I want to try to paint up the the markers and stuff like that. Um, I'm assuming some of these transfers, though, I wish they kind of gave you what <laughs> What I don't like is I see these transfers. Mm -hmm. All these transfers are black and white, and they get plenty of numbers and stuff, but there's no instructions. Yeah. And I know in today's age where everybody instead of me asking you a question i just google it mm -hmm. i still wish there was something that said if you would like to know how to use transfers for the first time go to this or even have the instructions in there i mean i'm perfectly fine with just a little blurb that says you would think go GW, to, yeah well, gw should have like an online resource for modeling there is videos out there and I think one of them is sponsored by GW, or it was 40K Warhammer, which I don't know if that's a YouTube channel or not. Right. But I watched a video, and the guy was very helpful. It sounds like a lot of work for a little transfer. But... I know Dustin was, hates them. There was nothing in the box like that I saw, a lot, yeah. at least. And if there is something in the box and somebody saw it, just let me know. Maybe I missed it. But it's just like, if I was a brand new person to this... This is 100% not a new person type of game. No, no, Even no, in the no, box no. set, they don't have that. I wish... I wish these were the little snap-together ones, like the humans. Absolutely. I would have loved them a lot more. Um, they're not. <laughs> but I really do think that you are right. After opening this box and realizing the mess I was getting into, it's like, I wish, like, the dwarf said mm -hmm. beginners... 
the Skaven said beginners because those are the snap together yeah. ones. The humans, orcs, and then these were for like advanced. Even if it was just two levels, beginner yeah. and advanced. And even if it just said that, you know, on every box, just to give you a heads up. I don't know. We're probably the wrong. Mar- we can't be the wrong market. We play the game. We do a podcast. We run tournaments. So obviously we're the market. But well, I think we're less other- on the. We're more. We're more of the game than the model. We're on the game role-playing side more than the modeling paint side. Yeah. We never go to a tournament to try to win a paint award because, number one, we don't paint everything we own. Yeah. And the ones we do paint ourselves are not terrible, but they're not good enough to win paint awards. No, not at all. I don't know. I'm not mad. (laughs) It's just like I wish there was just a little bit more because you just don't know if... If somebody came to it like a gaming demo Could or watched somebody playing. you imagine if you're playing, a 15-year-old kid and got or that? Or you're a 15-year-old kid and put these together. Although they might, I mean, they would just go to YouTube and find videos and put it together. They might. I don't know. I, I'm i glad this box had everything in there for one team and I'm glad you had the extras. Otherwise, I don't know what I would have got with the... Yeah. I might have kept the halflings and just did something with them. I don't know. Well, even... Even with 12, was it 12 in that box? Was it oh, 10? Of halflings? No, the chaos. There's 12 figures. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's one of the few teams that 12 figures would actually for a tournament be wise, pretty much yeah, enough. Yeah. It's enough. It really is and stuff. Um, I, I like the Beastmen more than I thought I would, even though there's too many of them on one foot. <laughs> yeah. That's just a me thing. I think finally the community's starting to get sick of it, though, because <laughs> so many figures are on their yeah. toes and edges and stuff like that um the chaos warriors i wish there was a couple of options though even if it was like you can put a spike on this shoulder versus that shoulder or yeah. something like that but you know is what it is hopefully down the line a year or two from now he's painted <laughs> up and maybe some transfers on them but even the box like i was looking at the transfers today yeah and i was like oh where did they put the transfers on the miniatures nothing on here gives an example of where they put the the transfers oh wow there's no numbers yeah not even on the bases i mean and the transfers you have all sorts of different chaos symbols like mm-hmm. the little chaos star uh, a, a little football with the shape of the chaos and all this stuff and there's no examples yeah i guess i mean there's really no need for it but yeah you think they could well i just thought it'd be kind of cool if they would have had a sample yeah but, but oh well. th- that would be more effort they have to do those are (laughs) i guess so i mean those are glamour shots so you're right it's the same one that they use on the front of the box on the back of the box on the website and the videos etc etc the same team they take to the shows all that so there you go i've been putting together a new team that's not snapped together and i'm so glad it's not pro elves or the dreaded dark elves cool because that would probably, if those are harder than this to put together, it would drive me nuts. Yeah. I think going forward, if I ever decide, like, get a bug up my butt to, like, hey, I want to buy a new team and build it, I think I'm going to consult the internet and go, hey, can anybody tell me how these are put together? You know, this is one of those options or one of those times when an unboxing video would actually be helpful. It really would, actually. Because you could actually see the sprues and see how annoying it is. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff. So anyways, there you go. Working on some Doom Lords, Chaos Chosen. If you've already built these and like they're much easier for you, let us know. I'm just kind of curious and maybe I'm missing something. Or if you have like a good guide out there to like 
how to do the transfers, where they need to go, ideally. Send me a link. That'd be great, too. Sounds good. Um, So that means we can move on to the next part, which is talking about our league starting back up. Yeah, so I don't know if we've – have we mentioned this before? A little bit. A little bit. So we've – We were kicking around ideas of what to do. Yeah, so our league is struggling. I mean, there's eight people who want to play, but eight people don't always show up. (laughs) Um, So we decided to do a tournament, like not all-in-one-day tournament. So a league tournament? Yeah. Is is that the best way to describe it? Yeah, a league lead-in tournament. So we still have about 10 to 11 people interested. Um, We've had three matches played. I gave everybody... For you people out there with people struggling to show up for league nights, our league is in the past has been show up, we'll pair you up with somebody randomly, kind of like they do in Austin from yeah. what I understand, and then you can take one team into the playoffs, and then we play out a tournament. Yeah. So what I've done this time is tried to speak to everybody, said we're going to do this tournament, so you only have to commit to about a month of your time, and we're going to start you know, as soon as Chaos Cup's over, like... September 14th, I think is what we said. And um, we decided to make it resurrection style. That way people can build up their team. Hopefully they play this tournament. They get the bug, Blood Bowl bug to play. Yeah. And then they're not crushed or upset that their war dancer got kicked to death because, you know, that's what they were hoping to play in the league. And now they don't have any money and they're, you know, they're all beat up. Yeah. So I gave everybody a chance between now and the tournament to play one friendly match, as they call it in soccer. And um, I said, if you play this before the tournament, you can get two two of the random MVPs. So um, you had a match. How did that go? Um, it was my Kimry team, the Alcorn Jade. Of all the teams, Scor- I'm surprised you picked Kimry. We asked all the people that's already been playing the league to start over with the new players. Yeah. It, um, Jade Scarabs was the mm-hmm. name. I went Kimry because it was essentially a demo day, like if people wanted to come out and watch, and that was one of my best painted teams. Oh. So I figured, and it's I haven't played them in a while. They're fun. I really like them. And, you know, I figured what the hell. And I ended up playing a goblin team, beat him two to one, and he did four casualties against me, and I regened every single one of them hmm. when it didn't matter. Right, so when it becomes <laughs> the real league where yeah. it does matter, all those guys will get crushed. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Did you have anybody show up for demos? We had a couple of people come out to watch. That's good. So, And then one, it, of the, and one of them showed up to play me the on next On Sunday, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Well, it did what it did at least for one person. Yeah, so. I still say we need a big poster. or Unfortunately, there's not a good place at the store to put a sign-up sheet or anything, which I don't get. But whatever. Yeah, for all that space, it's kind of like, I it, agree with it you. It needs a giant pegboard that you can put up, or we need just a, a eye-catching poster. Like, if you would like to play, do this, but I mean, we don't. Right. Whatever. Well, we are trying through the internet. We do kind like of that. suck at promoting <laughs> the local league. Well, we sell a lot of models at that store. But Magic rules the roost at that store. Absolutely. It is a, There's not a whole lot of 40K or anything going on either. Um, it's getting better. Yeah. yeah, they've been doing some tournaments. So hopefully that will encourage some of it. But, you know, it's it's taken some time. They're doing a lot of role-playing now yeah. at the store, which is also good. 
But we sell a lot of stuff and then never see people. I mean, we sell hero clicks like crazy. We don't get anybody to show up for hero click tournaments. Just, I don't know. Just odd. Yeah. Um, that's good. Did yeah. you skill anybody up with anything awesome? Eh, I regular skill on one of my blitz raws. Cool. I was able to buy a throw raw. Uh, so, yay. Another couple guys in our league, they play. They, um, Tony played his a new human team he's creating with some samurai characters. Okay. Like the Divine Wind, probably? Um, I think it's a Kamiko's team or something. I, oh, I don't know. Okay. Exactly. He's still working on painting the models. Sure. And um, Will Schaefer's using those, that, that Frogman team that he had. Oh, yeah. That he used for Chaos Pack last season. Yeah. He's using them as slant. So he fun. skilled up a whole bunch of guys. So Jeez. Like three slant catchers in this one game. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So he's probably off to a really good start with that. Yeah. Um, I played. And that's where Resurrections is going to hurt us because we <laughs> that, can't kill him. That's in some ways true, but at the same time, it really might might really bring some excitement. The more and more I was thinking about this, because like when I created my team, I was like, I don't have to waste money on Apothecary mm-hmm. right now. I can get everything else I need or that extra reroll now. Worry about the Apothecary later. Yeah. Uh, I made up a underworld team to help hit Scorpions, which we used to use in my home league. So I got to transfer all those guys and give them life again. And they played uh, Chris Mosier, which was one of the guys that showed up for your demo. He old played old school hero click player. Old school, old school. Yeah, we knew him back in the day. Captain Grizz is what he was known there mm-hmm. in the hero click world. Um, he showed up with a a Doom Lords team, and um, he is obviously a new player. <laughs> and we were very nice with him because he showed up with 13 players and no re-rolls. And we were like, oh. Dude, no, you can't So you've really never played any Blood Bowl. And he's like, well, a little bit online, but very little. And so we helped him out and, you know. He's told- played other, he's played pretty much everything 40K and skirmish-wise. Right, he's into the skirmish games and stuff. So like he that. knows the mechanics and caught on fast enough. Right. So we let him cut two beastmen before this game to get two re-rolls. We thought that would be the only gentleman thing to do. And then he proceeded to destroy your team. Yes. Um, in in typical tradition of Blood Bowl, Scott must play down before the kickoff. Before I ever get a turn. But you know what, guys? I won, I won the dice roll for the coin toss. I said, I'm going to receive. That way I will have all my players. But mm-hmm. no, throw rock happened. Casualtyed one of my guys. I was down to 10 players before my first turn. It's an amazing. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. <laughs> it, 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 it's amazing. Just amazing. Um, I had a few good turns. Like right out of the gate, I was like blocking his guys away and yeah. this and that. Had a goblin casualty, one of his beastmen. His dice were just on fire. And then after that, it was just downhill from there. Yeah, he, he casualtyed a whole bunch of my guys. He knocked out even more. Uh, long story short, I got beat two nothing. Yeah, and we, um, I coached him basically, telling him not to score until the very last turn, since you did have a you know receive first. Yeah, so that, that only that allowed, was actually that really hurt me. Yeah, I you mean, only allowed one time to try to recover, and you think you got one out of four on yeah, the KOs yeah, or something. It was bad. Um, and I and I didn't mind you no. kind of helping him out for the first time, especially in a game where. Like, he was worried about, he's like, well, I've been playing with my son some to try to practice, and I haven't won really any games. And yeah. we're like, right now, dude, all you want is skills. Just worry about getting skill points so you can have them in and later such games. such a big difference going from the computer game to tabletop, because it 
doesn't show you all the dice rolls unless you actually look for it. Well, he so mentioned didn't, something didn't even to understand me about, it. oh, that's why I fail when I go for it. Or when, that's why I f- fall yeah, down. He was talking about he was just falling down all the time. Well, it's because he kept going his full movement, even though, you know, the computer will let you go for it. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. So he was falling down all the time. Didn't understand why. Well, isn't there like a demo or something? He decided not to play the demo. But oh, yeah, okay. that was on him. Okay. Well, then that's his fault. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> doubt. Anyways, he had a good time. I got my butt kicked. I really didn't care that much. I, you know, especially if we can get a guy. I mean, what better way to get a new player to come in? <laughs> he gets to kick somebody's butt for a couple of games. Yeah. I'm just regretting myself. Myself made promise that if I win this championship game, I'll play Underworld next season. Oh, crap. One game in, I'm like, Underworld. Yeah, you'll be we'll fine. See. You'll get better. But I had a goblin skilled up. I gave him horns. Your goblin that did two casualties. Yes. Oddly. <laughs> I gave him horns. He got MVP, so I gave him horns. Nice. Yeah, so to answer our question that we don't know all the rules already, and we've been playing for years, Underworld Goblins get mutations on a normal skill. That's awesome. So to wrap this up, I hope this encourages people to play. I mean, it seems like the local guys are at least kind of excited. We have a yeah. few more guys who made up teams today, and they're going to get their first games in soon, and then... You know, we'll report back if this uh, little, recre- uh, not recreation, <laughs> resurrection-style tournament kind of boosts the league in the right direction. Sure. And uh, our next episode will be about me coming back from Chaos Cup. Yeah, we're still going to do a Chaos Cup special. It's just all going to be spoken from the perspective of Steve and Scott asking all the questions. Yeah, it won't be as fun, but it's... It is what it is. Oh, you saying I'm going to be missed? Or are you just saying? Yeah, by the fun? audience. But um, <laughs> boom. Uh, no, it'll be it'll be weird, man. What have we gone? Seven years now. Yeah, it's is yeah. this year seven? I think it's the one tournament for sure we've always went to. Yeah, it feels really weird being a few days out and seeing people, or like my memories in Facebook. Yeah, and what makes me sad about the memories in Facebook. I'm torn about the new location because all my memories in Facebook are locations around the old place. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not really torn. I'm going to have to be convinced that I like the new location Well, because it, it's a whole different vibe. It has a lot to work up to because we just have history at the... I mean, it's not their fault. No. The place got torn down. We closed down. down and, so. Yeah, but, but we, yes. had our, we had a whole routine and yeah, we, we had just our restaurants. We had all that stuff. Yeah, I was just... Oh, well, we'll We'll see what happens. We'll see when we talk to you again. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with some Lubbock, Texas tournament. Welcome back. And we are talking about our tournament in Lubbock, the Matador Melee. Matador Melee. That's Mexico. I know, but that's what I think of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Mexico has bullfights, so that's only mildly racist. <laughs> uh, when was this? August 24th? August 17th in Lubbock, Texas. Do we want to talk about the journey to Lubbock, Texas? Sure. Uh, your buddy Gary went with us. Yeah. And he was actually going to get on the podcast, but he couldn't make it tonight. So we'll maybe get him on some other time. Yeah. He can... This is Gary, the best friend who got into Blood Bowl with you. It is. Gary's is the reason 
I'm into Blood Bowl. Right. His mom bought it. We were at Crossroads Mall, and he got some money for his birthday. I think forty bucks. And we were at the the store that was known as the Hobby Shop, and we saw this game called Blood Bowl. And I think it was forty at the time. Maybe it was fifty. I can't remember. It was a lot for that time. Yeah. And um, I remember her being like, are you sure you want to get this and all this stuff? <laughs> this is a lot of money. And he bought it, and the rest is history, folks. So it was like me, Gary, Robert, and sometimes our friend Sean back in the day, you know, played Blood Bowl. So right. We'll get him on sometime. And he's kind of um, getting back into – he used to <laughs> – Long story short, he used to be the stat guy for the Oklahoma City NBA franchise, the Thunder. Yeah. And uh, he's retired from doing that, and he kind of wants to get back into the gaming scene. So yeah, He's got more free time. So so he came with us, and um, it was I think he had a lot of fun. So yeah, he drove, so. and um, man, going to Lubbock, Texas versus Dallas, Texas, or Austin, Texas is really different. It's a whole different vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Now, Jen went with us, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Jen and I were saying to go one way, and you said to go the other way. We were listening to what Dustin and John was telling us. Right. So we were supposed to go... To Amarillo. West on right. 40, on to out to Amarillo, and then straight south. Right. Where we were like, well, Google Maps says this other way is like an hour faster. No, it'll be fine. We'll just go this way. And then, of course, we ran into construction, and then we got to Amarillo. There was more construction, and it was just a <laughs> people, desolate wasteland of nothingness. People from Texas Panhandle are going to be like, shut the hell up, dudes. There was nothing out there. Yeah, yeah. It was that whole, to be fair, the, that same half of Oklahoma, there's nothing out oh, there. Oh, no. It's, it all just blends into like this wasteland of prairie desert yeah <laughs> is that the best way to sure. describe it i mean it's not desert but yeah it's it's prairie on the way out there there was this beautiful like storm mm-hmm. that giant we, clouds we were just what half a mile for a long time <laughs> from this thing pretty much and we could watch it from a distance it was kind of pretty actually yeah in its own way um the city of amarillo has <laughs> construction everywhere with exits that tell you exit here to get this delicious food, and the exits are all closed down. Yeah, we kept waiting until Amarillo <laughs> to get dinner, because we left, what, about 3? 3? 3.30? Uh, 3.30, yeah. So we were going to wait until Amarillo to get dinner. It's a six-hour drive. That was about 6 o'clock. And yeah, no place to get off. So then we took the other highway down, thinking, well, surely there'll be something this way. And no, there was nothing. For a long time. Yeah, it was like, you know those like movies where like they're driving out and there's like nothing mm-hmm. and then the car gets a flat tire and you have to walk miles to knock on the door of some farmland. That's what we were like. We had a lot of fun creating like movie scenarios and stuff. <laughs> Different um, ways we were going to get killed. <laughs> We did get to some town, and I can't remember it now. But it Verdun had, or something? Was it Vernon? Verdun? I don't know. It was... Anyways, it smelled like pig shit. It smelled really bad, but I think it was like Rip Griffin's travel stop. Yeah. Between Lubbock and Amarillo. <laughs> and 
best peanut brittle I've ever had in my life. They, I, I like, wish I would have had more. They had their own, you know, saltwater taffy there and cookies. It was weird. I ended up getting a Subway sandwich because I was hungry and it looked relatively safe. You made the call, buddy, because eventually we get to this other small town that had like McDonald's and other things. And one thing I hate doing is eating McDonald's on road trips. Gary seems to love it. Well, because, <laughs> yeah, we ate at McDonald's more than I ever have in my life. Not in my <laughs> life, but. We ate at McDonald's on this trip more than we ever have on any of our road trips probably oh, no combined. doubt absolutely yeah <laughs> so we had dinner at mcdonald's while steve had a delicious fresh subway sandwich wasn't bad he did he did well uh we get to our hotel it's probably 10 10 30 ish yeah you wanna, you the wanna... hotel <laughs> um we kind of had a a worse off to see whose hotel room was worse uh gary's in mine had a mildew smell, which we found out was because the air conditioner was leaking and they didn't do anything about it. And yours had some type of stain on the bed sheet. Yeah, Jennifer found. Well, we're not sure. Let's say it was brown. Right. And then she found some other things. So she immediately called housekeeping and they came and changed their stuff out but you had the room with the funky smell and, and the think... shattered kicked in door oh yeah so yeah literally you know when you close the door and you have the the sliding not deadbolt but the door has a piece and then the door jam has the other piece that slides over it so, yeah, so you can you... open it and look well someone had kicked that in because it was broken off it was off the door, and the actual arm piece that was on the door was broken. Yeah. Not missing, not tore off, broken. So, Gary, over his years of traveling with the NBA, when he did travel, has become kind of a hotel snob. So, he was teasing us to begin with. Mm -hmm. But, I guess Lubbock had college weekend for everybody's moving into yeah. Texas Tech. We didn't and realize so that. Every parent in the world was there, I guess, with their kids, and... We probably waited too long to get our hotel anyways. Yep. So, I mean, we were, yeah. We had to have what we had. So It was an adventure. <laughs> it was. So we got a humorous kick out of that. I actually slept okay. Yeah. The pillows were god-awful. They were like little boulders. <laughs> soft boulders? Mm, sort of soft boulders. <laughs> they were like fluffy stuff that wasn't fluffy when you laid on it yeah it was just it's why i always take like it was a probably fluffy me. about 40 years ago <laughs> luckily i had my one pillow that uh, i could stuff the other ones underneath and make a little mountain of boulders with my pillow on top. i told myself to bring a pillow but i knew it wouldn't have a whole lot of room so i didn't that was a bad idea you regretted it yep so that was our trip down yep the next morning we ate at um whataburger well, or as, or as known on this trip <laughs> as world's greatest Arby's. World-class Arby's. World-class? Was it world-best? He said world-class Arby's. World-class Arby's? Okay. We don't know why, but he's go we he were looking for dinner one day, and he's like, well, we could always just stop at world-class Arby's over there. And <laughs> I look, and I'm like, you, you mean a Waterburger? <laughs> the one with the W? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what do you even so that joke started... Um, 
Anyways, we had so we had Waterburger. Nothing yeah, big deal. It was good. Uh, went over to the shop. Pretty nice shop. It was. It had a lot of room. They had a ton look, of room. Looked to be in the middle of, I guess, taking down the wall between the shop next to them. That's where they have the Blood Bowl area. Oh, is that what they were doing? That's what it looked like. They were oh. in the middle of cutting the wall down and okay. everything. So, They had a lot. If you were into miniature gaming, they had a lot of miniatures. Yeah, they did. I'd say it was safe that they had more miniature stuff than Wizards by a long shot. Yeah. Not as many it, board games, though. Not as many board games, but like different, not just Warhammer. They had like Infinity and some other games mm-hmm. that, you know, if you were into... Tons of Blood Bowl stuff. Modeling. They had the most Blood Bowl stuff that I've seen in any store that we've been to recently. Yeah. And that includes Chance's store, which, you know, he loves Blood Bowl, but... Um, uh, I ended up taking Corn to the tournament. Yeah. With 11 guys, right? Yeah. All right. Let's just remember that. Steve took Corn with only 11 players. I... I took my Bretonian team because um, I wasn't going to go to Chaos Cup now because I found out this like days before. I took my Bretonian team um, pretty much exactly, almost exactly like it was for Chaos Cup, except it had, um, I had eight fan factor. Yeah, the tournament, if you remember from last time, was kind of fan factor dependent. So I took eight, I'm sorry, you took eight. I took 11 players and four fan factor. So I had my Bloodthirster with Pro Mighty Blow, Heralds with Block Mighty Blow, and Leader on a Pit Fighter. Not the greatest roster, but a couple re-rolls allowed me to bash people in the head. All right. Which so is I- really what I was going for. Uh, just a recap. I had four knights, four yeomen, and the rest were peasants, giving me a total of... Uh, 14 players, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I had yeah you took eight, a lot of players so that you wouldn't play down. And I was going to foul. That was really the pl- plan was is once I got momentum, mm-hmm. if I was in a good spot, I would foul and not worry about it because I have a, a, the extra players. Of course. Um, I had uh, only one reroll with leader. And then I had a, a night with dodge, a night with frenzy, a night with sure hands, another night with dodge, and two yeomen with guard. So there we go. Want to start with round one? Sure. Real quick. I went up against Adam. He had the Arctic Crag Spiders. Told him I love the name. That's awesome. It's our favorite team name. Um, obviously Norse, whole bunch of linemen, so seven linemen, two th- one thrower, one runner, two Ulfrowners, and Wilhelm Cheney. He had Surehands leader on the thrower, Dodge and fan favorite, since you could take it for that tournament, on the runner. Block on both Ulfrenners and Guard on one of them. So, this tournament, um, I'm playing. He wins the kickoff roll. He chooses to receive. I kick it to him. And I'm playing pretty decent. He's got the ball. I knock out one of his guys. Doing good. I casually, or I uh, end up pushing one of his guys out of bound and casualty him. And then... One of his guys has the ball, and I end up using one of my demons to frenzy him out of bounds, and with one die because you know I'm I'm just doing the one up just to get the ball carrier mm-hmm. and frenzy him out of bounds, and for some the ball goes like out of bounds right in front of one of my guys, 
So it's perfect positioning. I'm going to get it next turn. There's going to be no problem. I'll walk in. I'll win to do nothing. No problem. Then I happen to look at my roster and notice that uh, my demons don't have frenzy. This is wow. the first time I've played corn tabletop. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I didn't know my team. He didn't either. So you could say that it was his fault as well. But I felt I cheated, obviously, because I used frenzy on a demon twice to push someone out of bounds. So I ended up putting two of his players back on the pitch and giving him the ball. This was on turn four. Wow. And I just, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I mean, he was a new player, so. A new player that used Arctic Crag Spiders? Good for him. Well, he's probably just looked at the fluff. And I just felt wrong. You know, I cheated. I screwed up. It's my fault. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's on me. And um, I just owned up to it and said, here, let's just do this. Are you happy with it? He goes, yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay, cool. And I ended up uh, tying one-to-one. -one. But like I said, if I would have just been able to cheat, I would have been fine. I also forgot they had horns, so I would have had two dice instead of one against them. Mm. Uh, Helps to know your team. Know your team before you play them. This is becoming a theme for you this year. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it's not is good. Is it because you've been only playing elves, or is it just because like you've been kind of just going through the motions no um so obviously the last one at, at three diaper roll was because i was trying to make it my world cup team and okay. i just did and i didn't pay attention to the rules good enough right. here i just haven't played that team much and i assumed everybody had frenzy i i don't know i figured the heralds didn't i knew someone didn't and i just you know the 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 demons Demons should have frenzy. Heralds shouldn't. But I don't know corn the race. I just know my models. So whatever. My bad. All right. So um, there were sixteen people at this tournament. Yep. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, sixteen people. Uh, Jennifer decided not to play. She decided like I just need a veg out weekend. I'm gonna right. go to the hotel and read. She's want to be video away. Games and just be away. So she hung out. For the first two rounds and played Legends of Zelda on the Switch mm -hmm. um, while we played games. I played, I don't know how many races were duplicated, if many, but there was two dwarf teams there. And yeah. I played round one, a dwarf team. Uh, Aaron Isper, I believe is his name. Played him round one. I don't have his roster. I thought I did, and I guess I've lost it. Um Some of the things that happened in this game we'll talk about later. Um but um, he had a 12-man roster, but I didn't realize for sure what was on his roster or not, which was probably my fault for not just taking extra time to really be a nitpicky butthole <laughs> yeah. in the same sense because he had a whole bunch of guys rostered, and I'm like, so you have a death roller? And he's like, no, no, he's on the roster, but he's not playing in this game, but... I don't know if it was like his league team or something. Oh, so he had the model those. sitting yeah. on the side and that really kind of confused me. And we, there's, you know, so we just, let's just get going, you sure. know, and play. And, um, this is one of those games where 
I don't know if he's a new player or old player, but there was a lot of things he thought was one way. And, you know, instead of me saying, like, no, I'm right, I was just like, well, let's call the, you know, the judge over. Yeah. He thought by me pushing, like, a guy, his guy into the ball, he'd get a chance to, like, pick it up. You know, simple mistakes that you could make. Some of that stuff, you should feel confident going, no, look, I, I know the rules. That's not right. I know, but you know me. I know. He's... Even though, like, I'm a butthole in Which... real life, I'm like. <laughs> Which is so weird. Like. Well, I just don't want to have a big confrontation in a tournament setting. Well, no, but I mean, you can still go. Um, I've I've played enough. I I do know that that's correct. You're welcome to check if you want, but you don't need to. Anyways, these, we called John yeah. over, and he he was like, "No, you know, it scatters <laughs> this and that." Um, right off the bat, you know, he won the kickoff or he won the dice roll. He decided to kick off. Yeah. Um, I lose two guys, one for a casualty, and one for a KO. I'm down to nine men. <laughs> Nine men to what I thought was 11. Yeah. It was about turn four that I start counting his guys, and I realize he has 12 guys in the field. Yeah. Now, again, maybe if I was being more nitpicky with the extra roster players and stuff like that, you know, I don't know. I should have caught it. It's my it's, it's my fault. It's so, it's so dumb that... We all know there should only be 11 players, but not only do we all, you know, not always, but it's not uncommon for that mistake to be made, and we don't bother to check most of the time. I know, and it really frustrates me because I was kind of doing okay, you know, and then I was less like, man, I might even be doing better, because, you know, I actually, with the nine players, I managed to go ahead and break the ball loose and do this and that. I don't know. It's just like a weird karma thing. You know, I, I feel bad because I find out he has 12 guys. And then our solution is just to randomize one guy off the field. Yeah. And then I feel like I get punished for that because on turn five, which was the big momentum turn for that half, he KOs and another guy casualties, a guy, and then four of them are stunned. Jeez. So now I'm down four people. Yeah. And I still hold them till turn eight. He finally scores on turn eight. I'm down one nothing. Second half, uh, you know, I have a double skulls reroll, double skulls. Um, I I roll a lot of skulls because I'm in situations now when I don't have a lot of players, and you know, it's a typical dwarf team with lots of lots of guard, mm-hmm. some mighty blow, and I have to throw some one die blocks, and I use all my rerolls on skull, you know, reroll skull type thing. Um, he gets more casualties against me, and uh, I lose one nothing. He has four total, you know, throughout the game, a bunch of knockouts. Eh, what do you do? You should have just said forfeit immediately. You had too many people on the field. I win. Good day to you, sir. There's going to be a suggestion I talk about in the next segment that might. Huh. I don't know if it's wrong or right, but we'll discuss it. Um, Interesting. It's just as much as my fault as his. Sure. Um, but it was such a frustrating game. I get Such it. Such a frustrating game. Speaking of frustrating games. Yep. Uh, my round two, I got to play play Dean Piper, and he was playing Orcs. The Bleak Hold Bad Axes thrower with block, four blitzers, black orc with block, three black, orc, black orcs with guard, and then a troll with fan favorite and block. Um, yeah. It was, it's Dean. Right. Dean's really good. Um, 
looking at my notes, and there's not really a whole lot. He just he's he's a really good player, and he didn't use a reroll the first half at all. Yeah, well, that's so, a, a big sign, right? Um, second half, I put in my notes that I can't cage because I tried to cage up, and uh, I'm just bad at it. So I ended up losing one to nothing. Um, I so only one nothing though. Yeah, but it could have been more. I think it was one nothing. I might have. Well, stopped. Dean's also the kind who. Yeah, he doesn't. He want, doesn't want all the bonus points. No, so he can play down. He just wants the good record, and he plays down. Um, pro on the bloodthirster is really nice. It allowed me to reroll a lot of failed um, wild, wild animals, animals. Uh-huh. a lot of failed you know double skulls and stuff. But yeah, you know, when when he's your main piece, it's just a lot. Sure. Do you wish you had block instead? I think block would have helped. So pro overall a couple of times. More. I think pro helped more. If I could have both, it'd be amazing. Uh, round two. I play the other dwarf team at the tournament. <laughs> I play Lucky a f- you. fellow named uh, Patrick McGowan. Um, he wins the kickoff, so he decides to receive. And I'm down to 10 men before my first turn. Um, I get a <laughs> chance still on my first turn to hit the ball carrier. Just need to dodge one, reroll one. No big deal. We keep playing. First half, let's see here. I got my notes here. On turn four of that half, he stunned six players. Jesus. And at this point, I'm down to nine guys because he KOs another guy off the pitch. Yeah. So I'm down to nine characters, and he stuns six of them. Um, so starting off turn four is not good when you have six stunned guys, and you only have nine characters to begin with. Yeah. Um, he gets a late casualty on turn seven. He scores uh, to end the half, and I get a late turn eight foul casualty, thankfully. And, um, yeah, it's one nothing at halftime. I have here in my stat boxes that I only had two blocks, not successful blocks, two blocks all half because I was picking myself up and maneuvering position the whole time. Crazy. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Second half. Kickoff happens. I get the chainsaw. There's something on there that says if you win this dice roll and everything. So... I had this dude with a chainsaw. He casualtyed a guy, and they count in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn three, the same chainsaw guy still around. I casualty another guy. So I had three <laughs> casualties because fouls counted, secret weapons counted, yeah. normal fouls counted. So I had three casualties in this half, or in this game. Uh, he ended up getting three casualties as well, a bunch of knockouts. I do tie the game early in the second half because I'm – at this point, I want to play to win, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for f- four, is it four or five turns, I roll a one to pick up a ball where I could have walked into the end zone. Jeez. It was frustrating. Anyways, that's the game. Tied 1-1. One, one. So after two rounds, I'm one loss and one tie. That's not good. Um, this was... um. I think he was a fairly new player. 
I think he's one of the guys who on round four decided to call it a day. Um, he was taking very long turns where I finally got um, John to come over and put a timer on us. Oh, okay. Um, just so we could finish the game. Because there was bonus points for finishing the game. Sure. Too. And sometimes you just have to. So then we had lunch. Went to an authentic Mexican place. That was... Gary loved it. I thought it was okay. It wasn't bad. It's not Oklahoma Mexican. It was not Tex-Mex. I guess that's it. I mean, I, whatever we have, we love. Maybe we're just spoiled. Well, they just didn't have a lot of cheese. Slathered cheese everywhere. <laughs> My, mine was nothing but cheese. Well... Everything we got just okay. had no cheese. Yeah. We got like fajitas and stuff. It was it was fine. It's not where I would have picked to eat lunch because I was set on trying the Italian place. Yeah. Um, a lot of locals recommended it though. Yeah. So we ate there. I can't remember what it was called though. Not a clue. It was just down the street. Um, it was fine. Yeah. Then we went back for round three and I ended up playing our friend Dustin, one who actually painted my pro elf team and does a lot of stuff for Oklahoma Bowl. He was playing Skaven, and ultimately this game, this is the one game where my team did what it's supposed to do. I had six casualties against him, he had two against me. I ended up winning two to one, and I was just tearing through his team. I mean, this again is one of those situations where I don't like Mighty Blow. <laughs> I just... It, yeah. It never works well enough for me to justify taking it as a skill. No. Whereas, you know, I get block. You always use block. Or guard. You know, you can use that to get advantage or something. The mighty blow when you're just trying to hurt people, for the most part, isn't doing its job. Yeah, but you talk to other people and they'll like, you know. Yeah. They'll die on the cross for it because it's such a wonderful skill. It changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not a big take mighty blow guy either. Right. So. Uh, my round three opponent was Travis Champion. He was playing some pro elves. He was like me, um, very salty from previous games. <laughs> right. We both were. Um, but like you, this is the one game where everything kind of fell into place. Except he won the coin toss he received, and he KO'd me. So I was down one guy. It was 10 on 11. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? That just makes no sense. Um, he then proceeded to say, hold my beer. And he went to pick up the ball and roll the one, re-roll one. Then turn two happened. Yeah. I get all my guys back there. He still has a chance. He rolls a one, re-roll one. I score the next play after a few blocks. I'm up one to nothing. Um, by halftime, let's see, turn five, he's still beating me up. Uh, turn five on the first half, I'm down to seven men on the field to his 11. Jeez. <laughs> um, he casualties me, according to my notes, he casualties me again. So he has at least two casualties the first half. I get another touchdown. So I go up two to nothing. We start the second half, and you can see the steam coming off his ears. <laughs> um, he doesn't play Blood Bowl too often because he just gets frustrated. He He's come to Oklahoma Bowl or Nuffleween or something in the past yeah. and played out there with us. And so we get to, I score again on turn three the next half to go up 3 nothing, 
and I can tell he's done. Like, I'll say this just like I've said before. Magic, you're getting your butt kicked. You can go scoop. Yep. Good, good game. Shake hands. And you can go cool off. Blood Bowl, you really can't quit. Because, like, the other guy could be getting the best defense award or most offense award. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Or, or in this one, it was the... What was the, fan favorite? The fan the fan favorite award. Sometimes you just have to change your mindset. Like, okay, I'm losing. I'm going to lose. I'm just going to make sure that he doesn't casualty me or doesn't score again. Right, but it's still hard when yeah. you just had enough. And he was it at really this is. point where he's had enough. And I was like, all right, it's your turn. And he would be like, I'm done, dude. Just go ahead. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, you don't want to take your turn? He's like, no, I'm checked out. I've been there. He goes, if I do anything else, I'm just going to get upset. He's like, go ahead. That's and how I it was against like, Dean. I mean, and that, so I looked across him, and I was like, I can't sit here and just run up the score. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, like, well, I could hurt myself for the Fan Factor Award. The one award I'm actually, like, could get, I would hurt myself by not playing out this half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I made some blocks, <laughs> and then it was his turn. And he goes, all right. He moves the turn mark and goes, I'm done. And then I was just like, he's had a bad day. I've had a bad day. We both could use a 30-minute break. So I just go, okay, I'm in my turn marker. Like, move the guy. I go, done. And he would do his turn marker and say, done. And then I'd move a guy up and say, I'm done. I just didn't throw any more blocks. or For how many turns, though? Um, Like three. three. Yeah. I mean, we did play it out. That's yeah. why I moved the guy to Absolutely. justify it. sure. I probably could have scored again, but he also wasn't trying. So, like, I felt really weird, and I was also mad because I was like, "At that, what point, if I cheat myself out of the war? Yeah, you just have to apologize and go, look, sorry, I get but it. But isn't it still, but... I'm torn on this because somebody who gives up, if they let somebody keep walking in the end zone, and let's say I scored six touchdowns, sure. and then I would have won best offense, would I really earned a best offense you don't think that happens a lot it probably unfortunately does. it's just how it works and someone who does a lot of casualties once they start doing casualties they have a better chance of doing more casualties and all all right but so we finished the game yeah and then we shook hands and we both took a you know he went out for a walk i think i went out for a walk because jennifer wasn't back at this point yeah so anyways i won three nothing okay He's still good. out. He still out casualed me. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> you can't have people on your team. That's stupid. Um, my last round, I played Aaron and his dwarves. You played him first round, was it? Yes. Yeah, because your second round opponent left. Um, so, like you said, he this guy was kind of new, and I right off the bat first turn i received and i casualtyed two of his people on the line wow so i got the blood rage in me and let me tell you something before you go any further i didn't yeah. say this first round i like the new dwarf models yeah but i hate the new dwarf models okay if they are not marked with colored like rings like here's red for my troll slayers or That's here's most models they're hard the, to tell apart. The human models, the orc models, all of them. Okay, that's I mean, fair. Unfortunately, no. You're they have a lot of issue with that. And he didn't have them bases marked, so I was getting confused on who's 
Who's the Blitzer again? Again, tournament etiquette. We'll bring that up. Yeah. Because bases and stuff. Um, So, yeah, I had the Blood Frenzy in me, and I was just going for casualties. I'm like, I'm at nine. He's at nine people. I've got my 11. I've got my my bash pieces. I'm hitting. I'm hitting. I'm over committing. I'm moving to a side. Um, and I, I stupidly left a wide open hole in the middle of the line that his runner just ran through, hit my ball carrier, knocked him down, one die, and I wasn't able to get over there and stop him. He got the ball, ran in. It's like, damn it. And I didn't even end up getting that many casualties. It was like the first two and then <laughs> nothing, nothing the rest of the game. Nope. So I was able to score at the end, but it it was a 1-1 tie and I had it in, I had it in hand. It was just so frustrating because it, like even as I was doing it, and you know, again, a lot of it's everybody has frenzy, so I positioned myself out of the way. And I was trying to get assists when I might not have needed it, or I was going for blocks when I shouldn't, and just waltz right in. <laughs> it's like, damn it. So I ended up the day one win, one loss, two ties. Um and no awards. Hey, good job, Steve. I'm keeping that streak alive. <clears throat> Even though I had an amazingly painted team, I did not get the best painted team. Well, Probably because they knew you didn't paint that. Since well, yeah, <laughs> it's freaking amazing. <laughs> but some events don't say you have to paint it. I, no. I don't remember how they judge theirs. Uh, they do it like ours. Oh, okay. Whichever team you like the best. Oh, okay. North team won it. I voted for the North team because I wasn't going to vote for mine. I got you. Uh, round four, I played Andy Monica, which I believe is from Houston. I believe so. Yeah, he, he came, came up with, with Matt McDonough or Matt. No, Matt's he rode with Matt McDonough up. Oh, Andy's in Austin then. Is he for sure in Austin? I don't know. He's in lower part of Texas. Yeah. We'll just say that. Uh, Andy Monica, he's been around to many of our tournaments before. Um, we were near the end of the tables. We were both kind of like, eh, do we even want to play this out? But mm. we set up. He had a Necro team. Um, let me see. I think I have his roster right here. He has a necro team, two flesh golems, two werewolves, a bun- oh, two whites, zo- all zombies, and one ghoul in three rerolls. Um, he has a block mighty blow werewolf, block dodge werewolf, a white with guard, and then a wrestle tackle ghoul. So he stacked double skills on a lot of people and just went with that. Um we i have the notes right here uh we kicked off he won the coin toss he immediately ko'd me i was down (laughs) to 10 guys now so every single game i did not ever start i did not turn my turn marker to turn one any of my games and you just with 11 guys you're putting seven armor dudes on the line I'm doing exactly what I think I should do for Bretonians. Put the guys with Fend up. Makes sense to me. So I understand because they have seven armor. Yeah. I do get that. They do have seven armor. But I don't know if I'm supposed to put the yeoman up there or the knights. Does it seem smart? I mean, it, it doesn't seems seem you, smart. You put the, pe- the peasants up. I get it. You could also say that I lost the coin toss four games in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um, either way. But even, I mean, 
even if you win the coin toss, you're supposed to kick to the other person. That's mm-hmm. good Blood Bowl, unless I'm mistaken. Well, um, this game was actually like a really good back and forth, both of us getting hosed by our dice in certain situations type yeah. deal. Um, I went up. It was 0-0 at halftime. I managed to stop him, even though I was down guys. In the first half, he KO'd like three guys, I believe, and casualtyed one. And um, I got one of his, but he regened, of course. Um, second half, I had less players than him on the field because he casualtyed a couple more. But I managed to hold on and do some stuff, and I was just running. I couldn't stall anymore. And I was like, dang it, I'm giving him two plays to score. <laughs> but the, it was one of those situations the where, is it better? Scene, should I stall or not? Well, I don't think I... Man, he was getting on to me. I didn't want the situation to be like, dang it, who knows? Uh, if I would have right. played good defense... He was out of re-rolls. If I would have played good defense for just two plays, I could you know, I could win the game one nothing. Instead, I stalled too long, and it was 0-0. Right? Mm-hmm. So I score. Um, he has two plays left. He drops the ball on his first pickup, which I thought was a pretty cool. You yeah. know, he got, but he was smart enough to move all his players out. Um, so he, it was one of those situations where I knew, like, if he doesn't drop the ball, which is the easiest part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's not going to fail anything else because he's going to have to do like a long pass and this and that <laughs> yeah. and all these things. And I have people in the way and he gets, he needs like, I think I even have a ball on the, a guy on the ball. If I, if I remember right, he needs four dice rolls of four or better every time and he gets them all. And of course he does. And uh, anyways, long story <laughs> short, he scored last play of the game. Yeah. It's one-to-one. I felt like I lost. I'm sure he felt like he won. We're probably both glad it was fucking over because mm-hmm. we were both just tired of playing Blood Bowl. Looking back on it, it was actually a, it, I know I probably seemed grumpy, but it was a really kind of like maybe one of those games where we talk about in the downies, like, oh, this is one of my favorite games of the year type deal. Yeah. So um, I did have, a, if I had any minor complaint, is like some of the, he was doing one of those like, undead teams with every zombie was a different race mm. which was kind of cool and at the same time i was getting sometimes get confused, confused yeah. yeah but i mean uh other than that we we finished our game on time uh, like i said he ca- out casually me three casualties to my two i finished the day with one win one loss two ties which feels terrible but i guess it's not <laughs> that bad but no, i had higher expectations sure um I had a pretty high fan factor at the time because it was you get them for casualties, you get them for touchdowns, touchdowns you get them from casualties from fouling, and winning, casualties from tying, tying. I think tying, winning, and secret weapon fouls. Yeah, Anyways, all like these that. things. And I thought at the very least, if somebody's higher, it might trickle down to me. So I thought, well, I have a chance for one award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I got it. Of course. Long story short, um, I got the fan. Is it called fan favorite there? I forget. Okay, fan favorite, fan factor award, something yeah. like that. Anyways, 
the theme of that is that the rowdy crowds for the Texas Tech mm-hmm. college football and stuff. So the trophy was really nice. They did amazing trophies. It was and like this little Matador Shield. It was John's Shield first thing. tournament, and Dustin helped, and they did a great job. It was well run. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. They worked together, um, which I recommend anybody doing tournaments. Yeah, definitely. Get, get a couple guys. You can't do it all by yourself. You know, and you know when John wasn't answering questions and Dustin was done with his games, he stepped up, stepped up, and you mm-hmm. know did that. Dustin was the odd man out as well. You know, like yeah. if Jennifer would have played, Dustin would not have played. I, right. I assume, unless John stepped in. No, but no. Um, other thoughts for the game, they did not have. Um, you know how collector dice every tournament mm-hmm. almost seems to have them. They did not have collector dice, but they did provide dice that they made everybody use, which I thought was cool and fine as well. Oh, they had t- custom tokens too. They had custom tokens. That was neat. They had a lot of great GW prizes. A, a lot of swag to give away. It was great. A, yeah, they had some. Kagar Multi-K stepped up and sent them some stuff. They had, I think everybody got something. Yeah. And it was something, I mean, quite frankly, something really cool. Yeah, you ended up with a pitch. Um, I ended up getting a, well, I got a multi-case and I traded it to you for a pitch. Well, right. And um, Jen got the team. Because she, oh, that's she, right. she entered, so she got yeah, the they, drawing. Yeah, they said since she entered and decided not to play, that there was going to let her still stay in the drawing, which mm-hmm. was kind of cool. So she actually won the halfling team that we traded for the Doom Lords. Yeah. And then I won the multi, whatever, what is it? KR, KR multi-case. multi-case bag, because you wanted that. And then you swapped out your field for a field I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all got like cool $35 or more items yeah. for our entry that was like 25 bucks. Yeah, it was crazy. So I don't know how they worked that, but hats off to them on that. Mm-hmm. It, it was well ran. It stayed on time. Um, <laughs> it was kind of how to get that fan factor was a little weird at first. But I think once people got used to it, yeah, it, it flowed fine. There was some new people who haven't played before. It's been a while, so they had to get walked through how to do certain things. And But, I mean, that's just any tournament. Right, so. It was Overall, on time. I know I bitched and moaned the whole time about Blood Bowl, but yeah. it was a good tournament. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, But speaking of being on time, after that, we went to pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Capital Pizza? Yep. It was recommended. By a lot of people, again. College town, super busy, but there was a few open tables, so no, we went... We, fa- we made an open table. Okay, we made an open... I guess it was a table. We found chairs. <laughs> yeah, we had Anyways. to find chairs, and you would have thought we were ghosts, <sighs> because like nobody paid attention to us. I'm pretty sure the guy that helped us was not waitstaff. I think he was a line cook. Okay, well... And that explains why everything went off the rails. So he took our order, finally. We had a... Me and Gary got a salad... One of the best salads I've ever had. Like wow. Caesar salad. Yeah. Like, it was delicious. Huh. Then he took our order. And then like, what, hour and a half later? Yeah, at least. Hour and a half later, he brings two pizzas out. We were, well, there we're supposed for... to have three. Yeah. And you should have seen his face when he goes, everything looked good? Uh, except for our other pizza. <laughs> his face was like, uh-oh. Uh, what? <laughs> and then he... His his theme of the night was it's just a few minutes like it's mm-hmm. be ready in six minutes an odd time of six minutes yeah oh I just checked on the pizza it's gonna be out in six minutes well thirty minutes later Gary got his pizza it was it was fine pizza nothing special and then after being there two hours and 
20 minutes or so. If we would have got everything on time, we would have probably said, oh, it's good pizza. Yeah, it's we would have been fine. Yeah. And ultimately, we didn't care. We were just chilling out and watching baseball and, yeah. you know, talking. So wasn't a giant deal, but man, not even a hint of, oh, sorry, it's so slow or... Well, you know, the kitchen's backed up or anything. Yeah, there was none of that. There was none of like, sorry, we're really busy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not normally wait staff. Let me fill your drinks. Oh, uh, we forgot nothing. We forgot your pizza. We'll comp that for you. Sorry. Yeah, no, so. none of that. Anyways, I don't know if we're going to go back there if we go back next year. Probably not. Um, then the next day, we had some world class Arby's again. Mm -hmm. And then we hit the road and we took the back way. Be and this is the way that Dustin said was no good because he had all the stop signs and stuff. Well, we and as soon as we turned off the highway, we, Groundhog, Prairie, Prairie, Prairie Dog, Dog Village. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. It was so cool. I kind of wish we would have got out and like took pictures. Like, see how close we could have got to them. Yeah. But then if they would have attacked me, I'd have freaked out. That would have been hilarious. There was at least 100 Prairie Dogs out Oh, there. easy. It was, it was just this field of Prairie Dogs. Right off it. the highway. It was awesome. And then it was a beautiful freaking drive. It pretty much was, actually. Like, it was... Uh, country pretty flat then we got some hills and stuff it was nice and then boom we went we're, to a portal we're in a canyon and we're in a canyon and then boom we go back through the portal and we're back to farmland it was amazing and come to find out it's a river basin which makes sense an old river used to go through there in the old days ponce de leon had stopped at that river at one point hmm. um but yeah just a, a lovely drive back we got to see some cool towns and everything. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. Uh, a lot of little small towns with, like, a gas station, four churches, and... Uh, a donut shop. A donut shop and, like... A Dollar General. A Dollar General, yeah. And That's, maybe, like, an automotive place to... Yeah. <laughs> Bill's truck That is service. exactly every town in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every town had donuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went to a donut place for breakfast. After World Class Arby's, we went to a donut just to get a donut. And, eh, it, it was fine. okay. Um, and then we had McDonald's again. Yay. <laughs> I did not. I had my leftover pizza from the night before. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not eating McDonald's twice. And then we just drove home. Yeah. And that was our trip. It was an odd Blood Bowl trip just because it was so far away and we didn't leave. And we leave. saved an hour. <laughs> yeah, we did save an hour time. But it was odd in the fact that like we didn't play any other board games. We didn't really do anything else because we left at four o'clock and it yeah. was six hours away. We got in, we slept, we played Blood Bowl, did the day. tournament. Uh, John and Dustin weren't able to hang out, so it was just us going out to dinner, and then we went back. Yeah. So there's nothing really else to report. It was just different <laughs> in that fact. Where, whereas if it was like three hours away, even leaving at that time, we would have probably played some board games. Yeah. We probably would have, you know, went to the shop Friday night, played some games, do something. It is what it is. It was still fun. Best peanut brittle in the world. Rip Griffin's Travel Center. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, okay. I wish I would have bought like three packages of it. Well, it was that good. Whenever Dustin comes back, you can have him stop. Or I guess John. Well, I have to get John to stop at Rip Griffin's. And then when they come in together, they can get us some peanut brittle. There you go. Oh, man. I can't wait. I'm excited. All right. That wraps up this uh, segment of Scott never having enough players on his team when he starts turn one. So it's, that's at least five games in a row because that includes mm -hmm. the demo game. And if we go back and listen to the Iowa podcast, it might be even a further trip down. I can't remember. It's amazing. It really is. <laughs>
All right, we'll be back with some rehash of tournament etiquette. Tournament etiquette, however you want to call it. All right, we're going to talk some tournament etiquette. If you're a longtime listener, you might go, dudes, you guys have done this back in episode three. Well, we've done it a few times. Or here and there. Things come up. But this time we're talking about cheater cheaters and the cheaters who cheat. Right. So if you're Steve and you cheat, you just chop his finger off. Please don't do that. I like my fingers. So I have a proposed idea. Okay. That maybe will help both coaches. Like the... I've not but heard about the 12 men on Mm -hmm. the field. Um, I've done that for a half before. I've done it on a half before and got scored on. And that's even worse. (laughs) Because you're like, I couldn't stop him with 12 people. (laughs) Um, Maybe it should be you take the people that's on the field because the ref finally notices it. Randomly, one of them's kicked out for the rest of the game. Not just goes into the, you know, sideline. It's like a real bad punishment. I don't dislike that. Even if, like, I casualtyed three of your guys, Steve. Oh, I noticed you started with 12 now. So. That would keep. Counterpoint to that Mm -hmm. is you would then have incentive to not tell him that he has 12 people on the pitch until a certain time. Okay, that's true. Because you could see he has 12 people and be like, oh, wait. I'll and wait and try randomly, to get the werewolf get off. Oh, instead look, your of the, werewolf's gone for the rest of the game. That's fair. And again, that's a meta. I mean, if you know that's the rules, just double check. I don't know. Now, that wouldn't affect my game. What do you do in my situation? What, with the skill? Yeah. I don't know. I was using a skill I shouldn't have. I don't know. I mean. Because Drew, when I told him, he's like, that's on him. You shouldn't, you can't go back. I go, I get it, but I, I just tried to be the most fair. And I think both of us were fine with it. I wasn't happy, but I also screwed up and I could have. I'm sure your opponent saw like you were not purposely cheating. Right. And I really believe that the guy I played in first round in Lubbock, I really don't. He might have not known some of the rules, but I don't think he was like, I'm going to try to cheat. No, of course not. No, I most people are not going to try to cheat. I'm right. sure some people do, but those you really can't prove. You know, this was easy to prove. I had mm-hmm. two times where I used a skill I don't have. Um, but again, would it be douchey if I said, oh, well, sorry, you didn't catch it. That's on you. I feel like I would have been a douche at that point. I know, but you're like telling me like... Yeah, like, you know the rules. You should now, go on. For the most part. But um, So if this happened at the World Cup, or if this was a team, it shouldn't, because I, I would know the team better. But, for instance, if I went to the World Cup and I thought one of my guys had block, and he didn't, and I used it, and then it was two turns later, and the guy goes, oh, well, he was supposed to have block. I thought he had block. I go, well, I guess not. Too bad. I would have no issue there because that's a more high caliber tournament. I care more. This is again, I mean, not that I don't want to win, but I wasn't expecting to win all the games 
and it's corn. Right. Well, it's it, early. It's, it's a little difficult when it's a built-in skill. Yeah. Versus like I'm adding this skill. Right. Um, which we can talk about too. Um, if you're if you're new, fairly new, you, you've never been to tournaments. You've been going to tournaments. Um. People might think I'm wrong. But a lot of the common, you know, you see it a lot, the little rubber bands used. Yeah. I do not understand, for the life of me, why it can't be really simplified, at least on some of the colors. I don't know why universally it's not accepted that if you have a blue band, it's for block, B versus B. For the most part, it White is. White is wrestle. Yeah. Green is guard. Yeah. We have those three that should Always, always, always be the same. And normally, and if you ask red me, is frenzy or red, mighty blow. Red or is frenzy or mighty blow. Something dangerous. Always. Yeah. Dangerous. And from then on, I can't, if you want to say yellow's tackle and I want to say pink is tackle. Or yellow's dodge. Which or is whatever. What it I is. can't really argue with yeah. you. But those four, it blows my mind how many people, well, I'm using green for guard. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, green for block. And then I added guard to these guys. and you One know, of the guys at the tournament did that. And I was like, is it okay if I give you different bands? I did the same thing to him. Okay. And probably the same. I don't know if it was the same guy. Or maybe it was a different guy. Or maybe I didn't give him bands. I think I was telling him I would. and didn't. The second dwarf guy I played? Yeah. I changed the colors on his. No, so I, didn't, I didn't play him. Okay. So it would, it would have been a different guy. I said, yeah. do you care if I add a band to these? And he's like, uh, no, that's fine. I just don't have other colors is what he said. Yeah. So that's fine. And I get that. Um, and I, so. Another thing. Yeah. I think it's almost, almost a given now when you have positionals, especially if it's not a halfling team. Mm -hmm. Halflings have what? Halflings, treemen. Well, obvious different looking dudes halfling hopefuls and oh halfling. that's true now no. okay chaos is a better <laughs> chaos one. is a better example yeah and vampires they have vampires mm -hmm. thralls until we they maybe come out with something sure. new yeah. and then chaos you have chaos warriors minotaur beastmen. minotaur beastmen mm -hmm. very simple to see the difference ogres, unless ogres and snarlings right yeah. something like you know under i'm not underworld though undead Necro, Necro, undead, um, Amazon, dwarves, even even the Chaos Chosen, color the bases. I think it's a very good idea to do it. Now I know there's colorblind is, people out this, there, sure. So that does not work with them. This is a question I was going to bring up in this because um, someone had been discussing the World Cup, and you know it's a higher level tournament. So let's say you take a team. Like dwarves, like you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. They're easy to distinguish if you know what they look like. Sure. And for the most part, you should be able to tell the difference. They're a modern team. You've had plenty of time to see sure. them. Sure, I get that. So what if you only number, like all the bases are the same, and you only put a number on the back of the base? You have the three colors, they're based, and they're numbered. Or the numbers only on the back of the player, on like the actual character model. Okay. Is it misleading? Like maybe you decide to play a team that has positionals that are, you know, kind of hard to tell apart. Not and as you, clear on purpose. Yeah. I think there is people out there that do that. 
Sure. I now, think is it wrong? To me, it's wrong. To them, it's not. Fine. Under the this goes to the to. I mean, like yeah. I as a player want to win every game. If you see me in tournaments, I get cranky all the time. But I don't really want to do it by being misleading. Yeah. I never do. No, that's the same thing like with my corn team. I mean, I don't want to win because I screwed up or I misled you. I don't want to play and tell people like, see the guy with the spike on his one fist? On his left fist, that means he's mighty blow. If he has on the right, it's uh, frenzy. I don't have enough blitzer models, so the lineman position where I gave him an extra spike on the shoulder pad is the blitzer, but not a regular line. This is when you could color the bases and you cover, I'm assuming 95% of the people who aren't colorblind. Yeah. And then they can tell the difference. Case in point to you, you people out there, I use Steve's Bretonian team. Mm -hmm. He has no numbers on them. They're the most clearly marked (laughs) models that you could get. Yeah. The Knights are in like old fashioned, um, Suits of uh, King armor. Arthur type armor. Yeah. So they're knights. The peasants have shields. The peasants have shields to represent the Find, And the yeomen are totally different models than the other two. They're all color-based marked. Mm-hmm. The knights are red. The yeomen are blue. And the other guys are green. Now, I actually like that look better. And I think it works better for me, too. Because then I don't get so confused as to what my positions are there was not one person at the tournament that got confused on oh what is this guy what is this guy Mm -hmm. because they were clearly marked they were color-coded it was oh that guy's red that's the knight yes yeah oh that oh that that's the yeoman right because he's blue yep just like the other yeoman we didn't need numbers we had rubber bands very clear and the bases Mm -hmm. i mean almost a world cup i'd say like they should have painted bases. I mean, like colored bases for positionals. Yeah, but, a lot of people don't ag- like doing that. But then again, well, I was one that didn't like it at first either. Yeah. I mean, I'm. but then again, then it changes to, well, here's my werewolves. They're green. Mm-hmm. Here's my zombies. They're all red. But I'm fine with that. That's so much easier to tell the difference. Well, that's true. Now, one good thing about the World Cup is all the additional skills. We're getting bases that go under our current bases really yeah so you get so a blue one is block a green one is guard etc etc oh okay so that should help all right but yeah it's just one of those things of there's ways to cheat in blood bowl Mm -hmm. and people don't think that's like a it's not a big deal you have the roster it's a big deal yeah i I think it is and again we had someone on facebook asking if People would be upset if someone asked you to share a dice. And now it's an NAF rule that if someone asks to share a dice, you have to share dice. Love it. Love it. All four games I shared dice. And I can't bitch at all that they got casualty me more. Yeah. It just, it's the dumbest thing in the world. But when you (laughs) are already superstitious, you do certain Blood Bowl things, Mm -hmm. you know, you just take that out. And that's one like I was teasing somebody, that's one less excuse I have for why I lost. It's yeah. like, he had hot dice and I didn't. No, we used the same dice. You know, we take that out of the equation. Can't blame that. Yeah. So. Um, sometimes I think, personally, and I have teams like this too, 
where you're trying to be clever and create new teams, sometimes the models can be misleading mm-hmm. on like what that positional really is. Is he a white? Is he a this or whatever? Yeah. So just some things to watch too. I mean, I don't think any, I think very few Blood Bowl players really try to like be deceptive and like hope it works. Like I really hope this catches somebody off guard. Yeah. But I know there's some people that go, it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault for not noticing. Yeah. I was trying to think of the other one that someone emailed us about. So someone was at a tournament and you know how there are balls in the new set and sometimes people would paint balls to match their team. Uh huh. So one guy wanted to use his painted ball with the peg, and the other guy's like, "Well, I'd rather use this 3D printed ball because it has a ring and it's easier to see." And I guess it kind of got a little heated as to who's going to use which, because the one guy wanted to use his, and he goes, "Well, yeah, but I'm not going to be able to see that because it's going to blend in." Because it's you know it's painted. No, I agree. It's it's just harder to see. Can we just use this other one, which is easier to see? Well, I'd really want to use mine because I painted it and everything. And like, yeah, but I I I want to use this. And is it wrong to? F- I mean, what do you do at that point if you are batting heads? I probably would roll off and say, okay, well, why don't we just roll off and see? I probably would have said. If you guys can't get agreed to it, uh, whoever gets the kickoff, they get to decide for this half and then the next guy for the other half. That's fair. And then it's 50-50. Yeah. Now, <laughs> that is interesting because Chris Mosier, who showed up and mm-hmm. kicked my butt, said, does anybody use these balls with pegs? Yeah. And we said, well, not really. I thought that was one of the coolest new things with the new figures. And now it's like... You did? Well, I just thought it was like a neat idea. Yeah, it was a neat idea, but... But I realize now it's like totally not functional. No. It's really you not leave functional. You an empty hole in your base? But it's weird. The balls with the rings that I, I assume started with Tom? Yeah, I think so. Impact. That's where I have It's one of the best Blood Bowl creations yeah. ever. Yeah. It really is. And we have new ones with the, the bigger size, and it's just so much nicer. It's it's plastic, so it's not going to chip your model. Really, that little really, thin you just, wire. You cut is, it, and then you can easily attach it to whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the best things. And I think the last few Warcom Bowls, didn't we give out balls? Uh, two years ago, we gave out balls. This time, we did not. We I just, carry one with me, and most everybody... Yeah. I used to carry a painted one with me. I stopped because it seems like everybody likes the plain white one. Mm-hmm. Because they can see it as clear as day. Oh, yeah. Shows up perfectly Where's the ball? Fine. Oh, it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's simple. Now, if we play a league, I'll probably pull out a little painted one. Yeah, that's fine. You know, but yeah, I think I think the days of the little ball that you just slip under the base or put in the peg has got to be over. Or magnetize. Yeah, or even magnetize. Yeah, it's just over. I mean, I think the, I think the ring ball really is the way to go. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Not everybody's going to have one. If I was running World Cup, everybody would get one in their pouch. That would be cool. I mean. But yeah. And I would tell everybody, we're using these balls. And you can share dice. Mm -hmm. But I I would just keep it simple. I'd try to keep it. Because you're already going to have some language barrier there. Yeah. So I'd try to keep it as smooth as possible. But, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, A lot of people, I mean. 
there is concern about people trying to work the system as always i don't think it's actually going to happen i think people just worry because it's a higher level tournament there was years ago at a chaos cup i mean steve been to eight seven, seven. Yeah. this year would be eight yeah we know for a fact a high caliber player was using tactics to try to distract his opponent sure we're not gonna mention names it doesn't yeah. matter it's over He's a really good player. There's been multiple people that we know that, you know, if you can put somebody on tilt, you will. Right. So there is people that will do that. And I'm just not going to be one that marks my guys yeah. and being deceptive in that department. Now, maybe I know that you don't like me fouling your guys, so I'll keep fouling your guys. Sure. Yeah. But Whole I, different thing. But I'm definitely not going to sing songs out yeah. loud. I'm not going to blare music. I'm not going to... Yell profanities. <laughs> well, I try not well, to. Well, at, directed at particular people. Right. Oh, I got you. Like, actually feel yeah. like their their life is in danger. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go to the bathroom 75 times unless I really do have the shits, you know, in that case to kind of stall or, or mess up the flow of the game. <laughs> so I, I know personally... That one that one game I'm against never Michael at Chaos Cup. <laughs> I just ended up like, screw it. I'm just taking the tissue box with me. <laughs> and then I was telling Michael that one time. He goes, yeah, dude, I played you that round. I'm like, you did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have no memory. <laughs> um, so I, I wouldn't understand why they do that. I, I think people, I really find it funny how people are so against sharing dice and go like, you would like me because I bring a big pile of dice. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you seem to when you really need a dice roll, you go for that like off pink one mm -hmm. to make this dodge roll, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, just, just share dice, people. Yeah, it's just easier that way. Anything else you can give people? I, I will say this: I say it almost every episode. Name your players. Give them a cool name. It just yeah helps the immersion of playing Blood Bowl. That's fine. And I got that most of the time this weekend. Print rosters. If you're going to a tournament, please print your rosters. Please have a good roster. Go to our website, OklahomaBowl.com. There's a roster builder there. Use that for your tournament. Don't bring this, like the one that you played, where he has all of his team on there, and he's like, oh, no, it's really just 11 people. Yeah. But I have 15 people on the roster because I don't know how to take them off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I would, I would actually, that's a good idea too. You know, like if he probably wouldn't have had all those extra people, mm -hmm. I get that that was like his, from his league or whatever. He would have never made the mistake of putting 12 guys out there, you know, to yeah. begin with. And, um, it was a pain, um, putting, making sure that everybody did the rosters for Oklahoma Bowl in our format and the ones that didn't, I put them into our format so that I could print them off so everybody had the right format. But it makes things so much nicer. It really does, and it's clear. Yeah. And it gives you room that if you want to write somebody's rubber bands in there, like, oh, he has purple for block. I'm going to write this in there. Right. You have the room. So those are some tips. Be kind, be curious. You know, you can be hate the dice, don't hate the person. It's a good motto. Hate the I dice, mean, don't hate the player. Well... I know I was pretty cranky this last tournament, but I didn't hate the people. No, it just happened. It was just like, I want. I actually wanted to like 
kill my own Bretonians. <laughs> you mean my Bretonians? Your Bretonians, which oh. I will be taking to Chaos Cup, and they will serve me. Just I hope as you poorly. have better luck than I did. So. Me too. Now, if you have any questions about tournament etiquette or something you want us to cover, let yeah, us know. If, if there's something you want to add, let us know. I'm sure yeah. we missed something, but those are just some good pointers. I mean, also, yeah, we get random people just asking questions all the time. If you've never been to a NAF tournament. They haven't changed this since we started playing. Buy into the NAF system one time. One time. Yeah. And then you never have to sign up again. And anytime you play somebody, your team's, your record and ranks will be there. I get it. You don't like, I don't like seeing my ranking. I don't care about that. I don't either, really. But they sure keep track of my record. And I think it's fun to look at. Yeah. It's always good to go back I can and go look like, at stuff. Holy crap. I'm actually better with chaos than I thought. Or mm-hmm. I'm terrible with this team. And like, oh, no, I'm really good. And I thought I was good with this team. And I really <laughs> suck with them. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. So, anyways, just uh, food for thought. It's only five bucks. And if you're a tournament organizer, our recommendation to use, if you have somebody that refuses, just pay it. Get them an ID. Move on. Yep. And then you have dice that you can give away at tournaments. Yep. So just build it into your costs or or, or do that. Yeah. If you're not an AF member, it's $5 more. A lot of people do that. So. All right. That wraps us up. We'll be back with some shout outs. It's the end of the podcast. That means one thing, one thing only. And that thing is coming up. The one thing that Scott does. Shout outs! That thing. Oh, shout out to the Oklahoma Division of Motor Vehicles. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that. That's all right. We can mention it. Go for it. Um, so if you kind of follow me on Facebook, Scott Prime, I was talking about getting a, you know, a personalized tag since I got a new car. Because when else are you going to do this? <laughs> we almost got you a new new car the other day <laughs> yeah i almost got hit again folks same spot in, yes almost exactly same spot I inside in my car. neighborhood steve witnessed it this lady didn't see me at all almost plowed into me <sighs> anyways i had to speed up to avoid her it's it awful um both down i'm gonna have a both down license tag yep. they, they did not have prime in either way i spelled it and so it went to my third option, with his, which is both down. So I'm going to have a both down personalized license tag. So there you go. And eventually, if I ever switch from Citizen Potawatomi to Oklahoma, I will Dude, use the same. If you will switch, I will pay for your personalized tag. Well, that's not the issue. It's the yearly tax. <laughs> What's your yearly I don't know. cost? 100 bucks or something? Yeah, mine's 50 So. Oh. All right. Well, okay. enjoy your fake Indian... It's not tag fake. that it's you're getting real. through your cousin, through your cousin's niece. uncle, nieces. My nieces. Whatever, Indian. bro. It Anyways. Um, so for shout outs, first off, we do have a sh- review from Apple's iTunes from a while back that we didn't get to by Joker2 and 53. Guys like Scott and Steve are why I got into Blood Bowl. Steve does all the serious lifting and is the intellectual heavyweight of the pair. While Scott contributes little to the show beyond his good really? looks and plays Catwoman to Steve's Batman. Well, am I a Julie Newmar Catwoman? Eartha Kit. I'm Eartha Cat? Eartha Kit. Well, they're, they're both Anyways, good. Anyways, continue. Not really true, but I figured you would broadcast it if I write it. 
Keep up the good work, gentlemen. I'm, gl- I'm glad you finished that before I started getting mad. Yeah, we'll, we'll read anything you write as long as you give us five stars. <laughs> or four, like the one from a while Steve ago. Steve does all the heft- lifting in the intellect. Come on. Shut up, Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Eartha Kitt. She was my favorite. She everyone was a good loves, Catwoman. Everyone loves Julie Newmark. That's because she was really hot. And she was in the movie, I think. So I think that probably skewed things. But yeah, she was hot. Both Eartha of them Kitt good. was hot. Yeah. There was another one, too. There was, and I can't remember her as much, because she's like third. Yeah, it's basically all, you know, besides Julie Newmar, I think they were all one or two episodes. Oh. Eartha Kitt was only one or two? Maybe. Huh. It's been a while. Julie Newmar was really pretty, though, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you can't even touch her. She was so pretty. Yeah. You know, like and a form-fitting cat, cat suit doesn't hurt. Yeah. But Eartha Kitt was pretty awesome, too. Yeah. Um, I want to like to shout out Steve posted for me. I was looking for an undead pitch. Uh, shout out to Gregory Campbell who came through and found me an undead pitch. Appreciate well, that. Technically, you found it. Greg just happens to live by madness and went over and picked it up for you. Right. Anyways, but he it works. Helped, he helped me out, so I got an undead pitch now. So now, even though I wasn't gonna start buying the pitches, I now have them all. I mean, and I don't have like the cloth ones. Yeah, I don't care. No, I have one of them. But I have the cardboard them. ones, and uh, I'm hoping that we can maybe put them to use at a future tournament. So we'll see. Deke tells forthcoming. <laughs> um, so yeah, start, uh, start getting those. So shout out to Paul Vanislau. He's an Aussie in California. Uh, he's written us a couple of emails. One was to ask for other podcast recommendations, and we just told him what we thought about other podcasts and what we listened to. Scott doesn't have a whole lot of time to listen, and now I don't either. I guess I have plenty of time. It's just I don't sit at my office job and listen to everything now. So now you're going to have to come in here and listen. I don't want to Which is going to change your podcast I'm in here listening. Listen, if I'm in here listening to a podcast, it's one of the two that I do and edit. So Right. Typically, I don't listen to other podcasts. I did at work. Well, but, recently I was listening to... Uh, anything but a one yeah and i found some good enjoyment those guys made me like walk an extra half mile when i was at the park because i kind of wanted just to finish the episode and stuff so i do enjoy them a lot i enjoy actually quite a bit yeah of the blood bowl podcast now i'm sure the other podcast listens to us and they go well that's not necessarily true it's like some perspective thing but for the most part, I appreciate that there is a lot of them out there. Even though we act like we have like these rivalries with people, we really don't. We just kind of want the community to go. And we kind of do our own thing. We're not... <laughs> I don't know how to say this. We're not trying to like do contests or goofy things just to get listeners. No. Um, we just do our stuff. And- we kind of just... I hope that we've been remaining like really close to like how we've always been. Which I get sometimes probably gets old and terrible and sometimes it's really old and refreshing goof- we don't do as much goofy stuff as we used to but that was just me doing a lot of voices um and nobody cared but there's a quite a few of them i like i just um, don't we, have time listening to all oh, them. i get it there's too many uh, we did get a shout out on tuck Nuff- we did get a shout out on talk nuffle podcast and they're the ones who run the dragon bowl or yeah dragon bowl blood bowl league the one that sent us stuff Oh, okay. And I sent him stuff, and he sent us. Anyways, they mentioned us on there because I sent him some eight miniatures. 
sure I've mentioned it before, but they mentioned us, so I just going to mention it again. And oh, that's cool. It's a never-ending cycle of mentions. <laughs> awesome. If you haven't seen it, there's been an article out called One Turn Touchdown, or I guess it's a post on the One Turn Touchdown yeah, blog. Yeah, touchdown.com. And um, it's a really nice little article that kind of showcased for the Blood Bowl podcast, probably the, the ones that are most consistently out there, we would say. No, he did two drunk swings, too. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, no shade, but come on, guys. You can't do six podcasts in the side of six year, two years and... Yeah, but they're always acting they're like not they're consistent. doing... They probably had more contests than well, I've had more episodes. They, quote-unquote, do a lot for the community. Well, they probably sure. do. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they've done models and Kickstarters or whatever. There's one thing that they probably have over us is got discretionary cool income that they put towards sure some of the yeah. miniatures and stuff, which we just don't. And Yeah. And until I have a good idea, I don't want to make up a, a, a team, really. Yeah. I mean, we've discussed this before, so. Um, we had anyways, that fell through. It, it's an article uh, that talks about True Junk Flings, 3 Block, Us, and who else? Was, was it anything but a one? It might have been anything. I can't but remember a one. at this moment. Anyways, it was it was a really nice article. It was very flattering to know that you forget sometimes that besides like your friends and a few other people listen to your podcast. You forget that there's a thousand other people that are listening every month. And that's kind of every now and then I got to be reminded of it. That's and the good thing is he also mentioned that it sounds like you're having a chat with two friends that enjoy blood bowl, which is all we want this podcast to be. Nothing is scripted. No, nothing. (laughs) Even when we take notes, it's not, really that good i believe we recorded a new commercial for wizards asylum that steve made me do and i freaked out because it's not scripted and somehow i did it in like one take you did in one take (laughs) which is crazy um no we have very few notes a lot of this is off the cuff as you could probably tell and that's just us it's always been us so Um, interesting behind the scenes look at this podcast this is one of the few podcasts where we have just sat down and recorded the whole thing straight through in order everything's been one take without taking breaks one break i mean one take you haven't gone to the bathroom and we started fast i kind of caught you off guard you've only coughed once wow because you weren't thinking about it Mm, maybe so that's gonna make editing so much easier (laughs) now i'm gonna start coughing a whole bunch yeah but we're almost at the end so it doesn't matter oh man yeah i was gonna say something else and i can't remember what i don't know no, there was something else I was going to like, ah, oh, damn it, Steve. Well, hopefully this is going to go up before Chaos Cup. It should, I mean, you don't have a job, so therefore I figure like. Should be able to get it edited. Your friends. job, you'll have this edited tomorrow. I'll be busy with uh, soccer practice and other things. You're going to say it's ready. And I'm going to say, well, I ain't going to go up till Wednesday. <laughs> I send you all the time. and the, the, Yeah, that's usually how it is. Steve yeah. has this great ability when I have like three hours earlier in the day. He doesn't give me anything. Right when i am got something else that's really pressuring on me, I'll get a Facebook Messenger post or a text. And like, can you get this up today? And I'll be like, dang it. I don't normally say that. I just send you the information. I know. But it just now, feels like. Then when you forget about it and you go, you didn't send me the information. I'm like, no, I sent it to you three days ago. Oh, oh. That, that has happened before. Oh, okay, sorry. When you go to World Cup, are you going to, like, 
see Pete and stuff if he's over there? Yeah. That's Plan cool. to. Man. There's 1,440 or 1,438 players. And then there's who knows how many staff and extra people. I really hope and they I'm, put together like a print or something like we did. I'm pretty sure about 1,200 of them want to meet me when I'm over there. So I don't know who I'm going to see over there. Dude. That's the part I'm going to miss. Steve got on Zoloft so that Steve can handle it better. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have me for the buffer. No. Like, go talk to the lab one. Well, he's cranky, too, all the time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I will miss that part of the World Cup, like, just meeting other people and stuff. You still have time. Dude, I don't have time. Just get $1,000 out of savings, fly over, hang out for a weekend. Oh, man. No. I can't. Your job doesn't need you. <laughs> you can just fly in, hang out for three days, not even play. You get all the benefits. You can go see all the vendors. Even if I wanted to, I don't have a passport. There's no way that could happen. Mm, probably not. Unless I have some fake one. You can use mine. <laughs> <laughs> there's two of you here. Yes, I will there's two of go, us. go, mail it back to you, uh-huh. and then you'll fly, and then you fly out, and then you mail it back to me. And then I'll fly. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. You better get like a really hot like prostitute from one of those I countries. I can't afford that. I have no job. Well, you still better do it. No. You better figure out a way to do it. I'm not interested. All right. I mean, don't aren't they like in the windows of like, what's, what's that This city? isn't Denmark. You should go up to Denmark. Do okay. some window shopping. No. We're going to the World Cup. Okay. And then well, down to Italy. Hey. Going to go see a lot of, uh, I guess, volcanoed over prostitutes, maybe. Volcanoed <laughs> Going to Pompeii. Oh, that's Drew cool. Who wants to see it real bad? Yeah, speaking of all the meeting people, mm-hmm. um, this weekend, me and Jennifer took a one-day trip down to Dallas to try to organize a super show, like, tournament rival thing between Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And we were down there playing some super show with uh some other people that met us down there and they play super show online a lot and what they say what so there's a online super show league where people play with their webcams and they like have an area where the camera points down to the okay. where their cards are yeah. and stuff okay anyways they told me how it how amazing it is how many people know me without knowing like through the podcast, through Blood Bowl, through this and that. And they say, like, there's so many people that it's just amazing how many people know who you are and what you're about and this and that. And that, you know how I just said, like, yeah, it's sometimes you forget that this is listened to everywhere mm-hmm. and you're kind of humbled. That was kind of humbling, too. It's like, Dude, really? I- and it's like, why? I'm not, like, important at all. <laughs> a long time ago, I joined a Facebook group called Oklahoma Podcasters. Because I thought maybe they would have information about, I mean, I had this equipment forever. I can still learn to use it better because I'm not perfect. Right. So I thought maybe there would be some information there or how to do stuff better or whatever. It's basically dead. But somebody posted a while back and they were so excited because they hit like, you know, almost a thousand downloads for an episode or whatever. I was like, oh. We do really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, we don't do too bad. 
I don't know where we stack amongst other people, but I'm very happy with our numbers. Oh, absolutely. And stuff. And I'm going to miss everybody in Chicago. So if you bring Steve free stuff, remember to bring Scott free stuff for Steve to give me if he remembers to give me. Scott Hess is going with me. So I will have a Scott there. Oh, so he's he my substitute. Free stuff. Yeah. I got to go well, with yeah. a Scott. Well, he has to give it to me. Oh, well, that's between you and I'm, the Scott. I'm the Scott. Yeah. And if any Canadians want to bring back, I don't know how you're going to give ketchup chips back. You're flying this time. I don't yeah. know how that's going to work. Oh, well. My kids can go without. You can find them around here. They say it's they're not good. Okay. They claim that the Canadian ketchup chips are way better, Dad. Sure. And they say this all the time. So, <laughs> Did you, uh, last thing before we get out of here, did you see Jennifer's posts on Facebook the other day? That doesn't narrow it down. Okay. Hunter, the youngest boy, mm-hmm. came in and he told his mom, like, when I grow older, I'm going to grow one of those cool curly Q mustaches like the Swedish guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he referenced them so he could be cool like them. So just Little a shout out to Anders and uh, Jonas. <laughs> no, they're pretty cool. Sure. You're going to get to see them at World Cup. I know. So. Poor you. I know. And I get to bring them their big deal figures. So I don't have to ship them to them. Yeah, you're going to be taking a lot of that stuff back over there, aren't you? Well, not many people are going to World Cup that went to, to Oklahoma. Oh, that's true. Now to Chicago. Chicago, you're going to take a bunch. Lot. There's okay. this whole tub here that's full of crap to go there. Well, it's better than shipping it. So That's for sure. That's at least hundred and some dollars in shipping that I'm saved. Thank God. Well, good luck, everybody, at Chaos Cup. We'll be back this same month with a Chaos Cup special just with Steve. It won't be as cool, but hey, it's what you're going to get. Or it'll be twice as cool. We will see. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be... It'll probably be half the length. (laughs) Yeah, because it's (laughs) half the tails. You're going to have to take good stats and remember who you play. I I might remember who I played, but yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Sounds good. We'll talk to everybody later. Bye-bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down Approved, send a tweet to at BD Approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. All right, here we are. We're going to... Ah, shit. (laughs) We're going to shit. We're going to shit. I was trying to be like happy and like I was like over happy. So you were right, fake ready? happy. All you right. need to be real happy. All right, hold on a second. Real happy it is. No, we're gonna start over. Okay.